Welcome, everyone, to our email show. This is Thursday, August 17th, as we compile all the uh, many emails that people send us, Fred. We're very lucky. Yes, we are, Howard. The feedback uh, for the show is quite impressive. Yes, it is. As is our lineup of sponsors. Take it away. Hey, Bodog, uh, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, and Archidec. EVNet.ca, AaronVentures.com, Stretch Lab Toronto. And, of course, our title sponsor, Palma Pasta. Palma Pasta. I love their tagline. Italian tradition. Simply delicious. Um, here at the uh, Tin Palace in the refrigerator, which is in the shed just outside, I have a shed. Par- party, party-size meat lasagna, which we will have tomorrow night when the whole crew is here. Looking forward to it. Uh, if you want to order online, you can get things like uh, Fred's talking about. You can get fresh, you can get frozen, and then you just heat it up yourself. Palmapasta.com. Uh, what you're listening to is uh, commonly known as a professional broadcast. <laughs> I, just, uh, I don't know why I got that stuck in my head this morning. You know what it was? I saw the uh, you and I both get this email from a broadcast dialogue. And I hadn't even opened it yes. up. And I just, for some reason, the term broadcast dialogue made me think, we're, you know, we are professional broadcasters. We're part of the broadcast community. And this is what professional well, broadcasting said, sounds like. <laughs> well, um, I, every week, I think you do too, I'm not sure, but I get sort of a capsulized version of broadcast dialogue, which is a publication, what they call a trade paper. Yes. And I wasn't aware, but there was a bit of a bloodletting at uh, Chorus Entertainment. Over the past week and a half, a lot of people were asked to leave the building immediately, uh, gather up your things, uh, here's your envelope, and uh, thank you for 30 years service. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I had not heard that either. You know, it, even though we're broadcasters and professional ones at that, I don't really, uh, other than, you know, the odd tidbit that you pass on to me, I don't, don't really have a lot of connections anymore to the actual real broadcast world plus i'm not on facebook and i know a lot of Mm -hmm. broadcast stuff although we are aware of course of our friend hal harbour we both worked Mm -hmm. with hal at uh, safe and and then the edge uh, passed away and there was a um an online uh, celebration of life yesterday oh did you catch any of that i did not neither did i i forgot isn't that awful but i don't know would have made me sad, maybe. But anyway, um, that's the one thing about this broadcast dialogue, too. And I do believe, uh, I guess Hal would be in it this week if he wasn't in it last week. I forget his actual date of death. Uh, but I often look at that in broadcast dialogue. I scroll down to, um, I forget the what Im- they call it. Immemorium or whatever. Yeah, it's or, or left the left the studio or something they call it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And I'm thinking, you know, uh, one day that'll could be me or you. You know. Yeah, I mean, we're at the point now where you know, th- well, we're at the point. We were probably at the point a long time ago where they're, they're you know, like it or not, we're going to be associated with one another in our um, mm-hmm. obituaries. Yes. You know, we're, I mean, we're not family, but we're part of a family. Uh-huh. And the first, one of the lines, the first lines of whatever, the out the studio or left the building or whatever, will be from the Humble and Fred show. 
Yes. A professional broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? One day there may be an obituary. Humble and Fred holding hands jumped off the blue revive. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Had finally had enough of the pain. Hey, a quick question before we start. Is that the uh, Campbell's soup blanket behind you? Yes. But I'm curious because what, what don't touch it because what it's it, it, what, in my view, it says S.O.U.L. Mm-hmm. Soul. Food for the soul. Oh, it says on the blanket. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know that because I was thinking that's a weird way to spell soup. S.O.U.L. Soup with a no, silent says L. Campbell soup and then says like food for the soul. No, I get that. The bottom of the ring. Yeah, yeah I get it because mm-hmm. I thought there's no silent L in soup. Mm hmm. Uh, all right, let's start. It's Humble and Fred at humbleandfredradio.com. And uh, one more week before, well, I guess a couple of weeks before we announce our email of the month and you get a $100 gift certificate from Palma Pasta. And let's begin with... Hi, guys. Uh, Mark Massacott or Massacotti uh, Electrolyte Tablets is his subject. Good morning, gentlemen. This is for Humble Howard. Below are links to a product called... Noon or N U U N. They are electrolyte tablets. You drop into 500 mils of water to make a fizzy sports drink. Lots of great flavors. And there is even a line with caffeine. They aren't as sweet as Gatorade. And uh, the convenient size fits in your golf bag. So you don't have to spread your cheeks for a bottle of sports drink from the beer card. Oh, nice. uh, they, are, they are sold at Sport Check and Amazon. And then he's got a couple of links there, as he said. Uh, Hundy P. Mark from Kitchener. He wants us to stay well, Howard. Well, I appreciate that, Mark. Messi, uh, Messi Cate. You know, they, mm-hmm. there's a story. I think a couple of days ago I saw this story that they've actually, one of those monster sports drinks, I think it's called Monster. They yeah. actually either recalled or discontinued. Mm-hmm. Did you see that story? Because they have, I, I guess because they have too much caffeine or too much of a jolt in them. No, I didn't. Um, I, you know, I don't, I don't like, anyway, could they be a potential sponsor? What, Gatorade? Uh, I don't like those drinks. Yeah. I just want water. It's, and I know the electrolyte thing and all that, but I, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I've just never, I don't think I've ever had a whole one. Yeah, I'm with you. There's some of them, th- mm. there's Powerade, there's Gatorade, there's Sportade, mm. whatever they're called. I have them only on days when I know I need to up the whatever the electrolytes in my body because yeah. i mostly just drink a, a shit ton of water as they say but i have the odd one i know what you mean about not finishing them because they become kind of cloying they're very even the ones that are sugar-free always seem a little bit mm-hmm. like an artificial flavor yeah it's almost like weak freshy or something but, uh, <laughs> i used to love freshy oh yeah um johnny slapshot he loves them I love whenever I take him to a sporting event on the way out, I grab him a Gatorade and the blue he loves. Uh, he thinks that's so cool. All right. Well, thank you, Mark. Appreciate you. Appreciate uh, all you do. Any Hundy P is a friend of ours. Of Hundy P, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is from, uh, let me get right to uh, Mary, who uh, says, uh, hi, guys. Hang on. Hi, guys. Just wondering if I can get Chris's digits. He's pretty cute, lol. 
let me give you a background. I, we, Rich Toons, who did all that great AI stuff for us and the animation for years, for some reason, after knowing him almost 12 years, I called him Chris the other day, Chris Woods. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, Chris Murray, not Chris Woods. And I fucked up both his names. Okay, he's Rich right. Murray, not Chris Woods. But I get this note, Mary's his wife. Uh, she's doing a little cute thing, asking for his number. Great interview. You both bring great joy to my husband. Me too. But confession, not a hundy pee like he is. And that's okay. As well as such, I know there are two things people are emailing you, but I can only remember one, which is resting heart rate, which is currently 65. Uh, the, other th- the other thing people are emailing us is the state of their bowel movements. Yes. I wonder, this is why we're professionals, because we have a running gag with our audience who let us know what kind of poops they're doing. She finishes it off <laughs> by right. saying, this is, this is the part I love. She goes, be well. Now, his company is called Rich Tunes, but because I screwed up his name, she says, be well, Mrs. Chris Tunes. You see? <laughs> see what they're doing there? Mm-hmm. This is being funny. Okay, Fred? Yeah. Very sweet. Yes. People can be funny. Uh I didn't include this, but just an add-on. Rich sent us a noise. A noise sent us a note. Fuck. He says, uh, "Once again, thanks for the opportunity to be on the show because we interviewed him, and uh, yeah, I find the topic fascinating. I have enjoyed the conversation with you about it." And then he sends us some pictures of some of the original stuff that this AI created. Pretty interesting. Yeah, I saw those. Yeah. There's several of like you and Dan, just a couple of me, though. So it gets back to what you said. It sort of had an easier time with me than it did with you guys. Do you know why, though? I thought about it because, you know, when they when somebody does a caricature. Yeah, they just go for obvious features. So with you, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a sort of long hair, glasses and beard. So I think that was inputted. Although Mm -hmm. some of the images that Rich sent in this other email, some of the images of Dan look more like Dan than the one he used, I think. Not being critical. Okay. No, I get it. All right. Well, anyways, thanks to both family, uh, Mary and Rich. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Who's up next, Frederick? This is uh, Tom Morgan. And uh, Myrtle Beach Road Trip is the heading. Hi, guys. My wife, Kevin. Sorry, by the way, just so you know, every time you say hi, guys, I hit that thing. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um... Um, I can't, oh, okay. Uh, hi, guys. My wife, Bev, and I hi just broke the mer- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I won't say, I won't do it this time. My wife, Bev, and I just drove to Myrtle Beach on Sunday. Leg one was 11 hours in the car. We always listen to podcasts, and after I put on your Humble and Fred mailbag episode from last Thursday, we decided to listen to every episode of your Aging with Energy travel pod. Wow. Bev and I have been married since 1994, met in 91, and one of our first date connections was that uh, we both listened to your morning show back in 91, of course, on The Edge. Thank you. Wow. Uh, You guys actually called her in November 91 and sang the You're Getting Married song to her to the Hockey Night in Canada theme. Yeah, I remember that. Do you remember that bit we did (laughs) that we thought was so cool? Uh, yeah. We would call people and sing, you're getting married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy. And, uh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it Just was. another. And at the time, it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was. We it, thought that was pretty really cool. It really was. Uh, he says here, Dan sent me the cassette tape, and I still have it. High comedy. Oh, yeah. 
Anyway, listening to you guys on uh, nonstop, uh, or listening to you guys nonstop for six hours made it feel like you were both in the backseat of my truck on the road trip with us. Of course, without all the farting and smelling. All right. Uh, we're, tra- <laughs> uh, we're traveling back this Sunday and thought it would be great, a great surprise if this somehow made the final email show on Thursday, which is happening right now. Uh, saving this week's Humble and Fred episodes for the drive back to Toronto. Big fan, as you know, of Humble and Fred, Swing Thoughts, Aging with Energy. Keep up the great work, fellas. Loving you, old Tom Morgan, and the way younger Bev. P.S. Your share of the gas down here is $140 U.S. Mm. Uh, cheers, Tim. Uh, I've done that uh, Myrtle Beach road trip. I By the way, know. no, it's cheers, Tom, T.M., Tom Morgan. You said Tim. Oh. Yeah. But hey, listen. I called right. the guy. I called the guy Chris Lewis for some reason. <laughs> yeah, no, isn't that funny? Because I'm wearing my readers, and that's half this copy is a blur to me. But anyway, is it really? Um, yeah, it's not ideal. Why? What, what do you? What, well, because what, my progressives are just useless in front of a com- uh, computer. Whoops. So I wear these readers, and they're just off a bit. And so. The TM look like Tim. <laughs> no, I'm curious about that. Like, I would think your readers would make reading easier. Do they not? Well, because you also need glasses. I forgot. It all depends on distance, too, Howard. Right, right. You need glasses to see. Yes. So if I, if I'm, um, like, if I pull the screen closer, well, then that's great. But the distance that I have it, just for comfort, it's. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad, glad to know fuzzy. that. Now I understand yeah. why. Uh, Anyway, I can't remember, talking about memory, aging with energy, did I do the Myrtle Beach road trip one? Or is that yet to come? Because it's fun. I think you did. Uh, I think I'm not, again, my memory is ridiculous. But uh, Mm -hmm. I think we did. But anyway, I just want to comment myself that Tom Morgan, Bev, you Mm -hmm. are being featured in this. I do remember that bit. And it was lots Mm -hmm. of fun. We're glad that we were part of your first date connection. And here we all are. Obviously, Tom, Fred, and I, much older than Bev, who was just a child bride at the time. And right on. We thank you for uh, checking in. It's very nice. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi. Uh, this is from Joe Hawken. He says, hey, boys, but I will say. Hi, guys. Show is on point. Well done and keep it up. The quality of the show, how man, not the other thing. Ha <laughs> ha. Did you see the carver that uh, beached itself going into the channel this weekend? I'm, and I had to go and look to see what a carver was. It's a boat. Um, kind of a big boat, too. Stuck overnight. Presumably, they needed a barge and airbags to get it off, but it was gone. And I think maybe he's t- telling us that because we had talked about watching the houseboat mm-hmm. at your place on the rock or the... What is that thing called? The um, what's that on thing the shoal? on the shoal? Yes, yeah. uh, not sure if you lost power at the trailers on Civic Holiday, but if you did, uh, the attached pick is a reason why. Tree in our property took out the power lines, affecting 180 customers. Uh, he goes on to say, NFL golf news. Do you guys ever golf six foot bay? You do. Yes. Oh, yes. Quite often. And, and I think I played there once with you and Darren. Did I not? I believe so. In years gone by, he Lovely said, "I little course, yeah, really cool." And he says, "I played Sunday and Monday and apre golf. I was served by a charming young lady who is the sister of Jared Wayne, an undrafted wideout from the Pitt Panthers, signed by the Houston mm. Texas Texans. He's a Peterborough kid, pretty cool, and someone to root for." And he sends uh, his sign off is, "Cheers, boys." 
Now, at the in the clubhouse at Six Foot Bay, um, they have lots of pictures up there. And one of the pictures is of our radio colleague, uh, Mike Cooper, who has a cottage on Buckhorn, has for years and years and years. And there's a nice picture of him signed Mike Cooper. And I think he was a CFTR at the time or whatever. And um, I'm a bit jealous. Yes. I golf there and <laughs> I have a bit of a radio history. Nobody's asked me to sign a picture to put up in Six Foot Bay. But you know what you should do? You should get a picture of Mike Cooper and sign it. Hey, Fred Patterson. <laughs> uh, Joe Hawkins. You know, just, just below the line, I guess, for that, Howie. Just below yeah, Hard to believe, line. really. Mm. Uh, thank Joe, as he said, a lot of people sign off. Cheers. Cheers, boys. And uh, Joe is one of them. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate you. Humble and Fred at HumbleandFredRadio.com. This is from Greg Chawati. Okay, now remember, if you say hi, guys, I'm going to... Well, it's, there's no hi, guys on this one. Hi, guys. Well, maybe it's inferred. Olestra yeah. is what he wants to talk about. He says, Fred. Hi, guys. <laughs> nice face, yes. Mm-hmm. Fred, the... You were trying to remember the oil substitute called Olestra, vaguely. No, I was uh, actually, you know what? It's funny. I was trying to remember it. Oh, got, okay. Yeah, I remember I, did, I said, I can't remember the name of that drug, but it gives you anal leakage. All right. Uh, remember reading the label on the side of a bag of Lay's all those years ago, and though who the fuck wants chips so bad that they're willing to uncontrollably shit their pants? Mm. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Olestra was used in a lot of those products. If, in fact, maybe it still is. I'm not sure. Almost certain Olestra is still popular in porn industry, though. You know, consume some a day or two before big shoot. Save on enemas. Wow. (laughs) That's that's quite the thought. Greg? That's Greg Trawati. No uh, typical sign-off here, Howard. No uh, resting heart rate. Wow. No bowel. All right. All right. You know, if you're not going to tell us your resting heart rate or bowel movement uh, efficacy, are you even well, was, eligible to win a gift certificate? I don't know. Well, there was enough shit in the uh, in the body. No, that's it. actually a good point. Hi guys. Excellent point. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Uh, this one is very short from someone named Luann Walton, a name I had not seen before. And she says, hi, guys. Hi, guys. Oh, my gosh. Well, first of all, the subject line is miss you and thank you. Oh, my gosh, says Luann. Do I miss you when you are living your best lives? Five days a week has been an incredible work slash fun ethic beyond compare. Um, I think what she, yeah, I got confused. I think what she's referring to is when we were doing five, five days a week, which was, you know, a while ago. That was an incredible work, fun, ethic, beyond compare. Anyway, she goes on to say, your voices bring me so much happiness and peace. Sign off, just love, Lou. Wasn't that nice? Thank you, Lou. Our voices bring her happiness and peace, Fred. So far, hard to believe, hard to believe, but okay. Hey, it's out there. And and we brought uh, uh, people together, Tom and Bev together. And we've talked Mm -hmm. this other dudes talking about the porn industry and shitting yourself. (laughs) It it really is quite a cross section. (laughs) It's really a a buffet. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> that Humble and Fred produces because we are professionals. Hi, guys. What's up next Hi there, Fred, guys. man? Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Um, Jennifer Kelly. Uh, Folklore. She says, hi, guys. Hi, guys. Uh, wow. Still lots of Ozempic talk, she says. These types of drugs have been around for a long time. There was another one called Exanda or Exenda. Uh, but celebrities jump on board and it all blows up. But you have to be very careful. When you come off it, you gain all the weight back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we speculated on that. Ozempic doesn't necessarily just decrease your appetite, a point we had made. It actually changes your taste buds and cravings for food. And then she goes on to talk about some examples of that. Um, then she talks about the um, Taylor Swift a documentary uh, called Folklore, Taylor yeah. Swift Folklore, uh, made in, night, in uh, 2020. She says it's absolutely incredible the way the songs were recorded during COVID, the scenery, the music. Bon Iver's Aaron Dressier is incredible. Who's that, Howard? Mm, bon Iver's nice. Aaron Dressier. So I think some, somebody she was recording with. I didn't know who the person was, but it is pretty incredible. Okay, the song is uh, Haunting and Beautiful. Uh, they give it 100% on IMDb. Absolutely awesome. I recommend it. Uh, you will fall in love with her. Oh, my goodness. On and on. Yeah. Anyway, Jennifer says, have a great day. Resting heart rate 71. And magnesium keeps you regular. Thanks so much, Jen. I haven't taken magnesium for... If it's funny, people recommend magnesium for a variety of things, not the least of which is helping you sleep. Oh, Okay. I didn't know it was for contributing to my regularity, but uh, thank you, Jennifer, as always. Whatever works, eh? Exactly. Jennifer's a, mm-hmm. one of the uh, super contributors. Hi, guys. Mm-hmm. As is Dave Hi Powery. Now, we read uh, Dave's... Dave's actual original email is what started all the uh, Ozempic talk again on the show. Hi, guys. And this is a DM he sent me on Twitter. Hi, how man. Says Dave. This is Dave, the guy that talked about being 300 and some odd pounds, mm-hmm. and he lost a bunch of weight since March. He said, just heard my email you guys read about the Ozempic, and thank you. Because you and I were talking about how it works, and Jennifer answered some of it. He says, I can let you know first, the appetite suppression is real. I eat about one-third of what I did, even though, excuse me, he's got a bad thyroid. He's a thyroid. He says, I thought I was watching my intake of food before... But Ozempic has really uh, made a difference. Half a bowl of pasta or one homemade hamburger is all I can get in. And let me tell you, it is a hard stop when you get full. You honestly can't eat another bite. Isn't that interesting? He says, as uh, for the side effects, the nausea. Oh, my God, the nausea. The day after the shot, you feel like a bag of crap, even with gravel. And uh, the stomach pain only comes if you eat too much Mm. and here it is the pooping slows to once or twice a week maybe three times but rarely Uh because we're talking about side effects he says i only had the diarrhea once but Mm. whatever anyway i'd rather be i'd rather be a big fat guy (laughs) (laughs) uh, well you know it's fine easy for you and i to say because we're like maybe what five ten pounds we could lose but when you're you know in the 300s he finishes by Mm -hmm. saying it's very informative i thought dave says thanks for taking uh, or talking about this topic and hopefully this might help one of your listeners that may be struggling with their weight 
That's you know, people are struggle, Fred. Oh, I know. A lot of people struggle with a lot of things, different things. I know. You have to show compassion and understanding. Yeah, yeah try some of that. <laughs> Dave, thanks very much. That was very informative and uh, appreciate it. And uh, keep uh, letting us know he's one of our regular contributors, Hi along guys. with uh, Jennifer Hi and a few others. Hi guys. And we appreciate you checking in. I um. <laughs> I think the chamber plan offers uh, compassion counseling. Maybe I'll I'll sign up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Maybe you should sign up for the how to have compassion. <laughs> how to have the compassion. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, you got mm-hmm. one more, I think, right? Yes, this one uh, from our good buddy, our Western correspondent, Mike Hannafin. Tigered and uh, Taggart and Krispy Kreme. He says, hi, gents. Hi, guys. Uh, glad to see Jeremy Taggart on again. I believe I was uh, your second guest the last time Taggart was on, uh, sometime last November. No pressure there. But he says, great shows <laughs> as always. By the way, I remember people lining up in the rain in Mississauga, Mavis Road, to get the first Krispy Kreme donuts back in 2002, 2003. He says... He said, I was a passenger in my friend's car and rolled down the window and yelled out, they're just fucking donuts, people. <laughs> That's right. Uh, there was a lineup. I remember that. Good times. Uh, and he signs off Mike. And I'll tell you, doing that in Mississauga now might get you shot. Yeah. You know? Depending on the part of Mississauga you're in. Oh, yeah. Brampton. <laughs> oh, for sure. Brampton, you get shot, stabbed. Oh, Brampton, plan your funeral. Mm-hmm. Kidnapped, then stabbed. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we talked about the Krispy Kreme uh, phenomenon. And, and, again, I believe that location he's referring to is still there, believe it or not. I have zero desire, and I love sweets. Really do have a sweet tooth. I have zero desire for donuts. But I have a place here in the city, just down the road from me. I've talked about this recently with you. It's called Tartistry. And it's got the best butter tarts I've ever had. Wow. And one day, I will bring you some. Because I know you love your butter tarts. But they're really good. And one of the things they do have that's a little unusual is savory butter tarts as well. Yeah. Oh, they're good. There's a place down the road here called the Butter Tart Factory. And uh, they make some interesting savory ones uh, as well. And, uh, you know, my grandmother used to make Nana, Nana parent used to make butter, used to make butter tarts. And every so often when she'd make them, everybody would just sort of hang around, hang around and wait till they were done. And she had a trailer up here too, uh, her own little tin palace at the other park, you know, 50 years ago. And whenever she'd make uh, tarts, it was funny. Just all, <laughs> all the kids would hang around till they were done. You know, I, they were I, good. I honestly, and I'm, and I'm trying to be funny. Yeah, I hope mm. it's you know comes out as sincere. I had no idea that savory was even an option with butter tarts. Yeah. Did yeah. you did you know that? Like, is that a thing you've known your whole life? Because I was literally, and that that thing is, I was this many days old when I found that out. It was literally in the last year. I went over, I went over there one day at around breakfast time, and they had all the regular butter tarts, and they had some that were like little mini quiches with like bacon and yeah, shit well, in it. And to this point, the place I was talking about, I was in there one day. They had a regular butter tart, like standard, but with smoked little bits of smoked ham in it. 
And you think that's odd, but just think about smoked ham with like sometimes people put ma- maple syrup on it mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. And it was outstanding. It really was. No, I so get that. that sweet and the smoky uh, yeah. ham. It was good. I can see that. And I could have mm-hmm. probably guessed that on a multiple choice uh, test, but I could not have guessed like this place. So I'm going to bring you a little assortment. Uh, I drove by on 25 yesterday. There's like a, a gas station. And they, had, they always, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. They always have a sign that says, we serve butter tarts. I'm like, well, good for you. I don't want gas station butter tarts. But, you know, just to, to be clear here, Howard, a, you know, a pastry with little quiche in it isn't a butter tart. It's quiche. No, I know that. This is, this right. is different. This is a place okay. down. This is a city thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe you country people don't get it. But this no, is a, we don't. This we is don't. A, a, one of those places that is, it, all they sell are butter tarts, not gas station oh, okay. butter tarts. So it's, right. it's their thing. So they have, in, they have made these butter tarts. I'm going to get one. Um, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Do, do we have a, I got, we got one more email. I was going to read this. Well, not read. I just want to acknowledge that. Uh, Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Paul Sterling. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Sent this thing. I've seen it before. It's one of my favorite stand-up comedians, uh, Nate Bargatze, and uh, it's really it's a, it's a couple minutes long. I just want to give you a little flavor of it. Hi guys. It's uh, it's it's been shared around a lot in the last uh, six months. I've seen it in my golf community. It's called Golfing with Your Wife. Have you ever seen this? Did you watch it? No, no. I'm going to play about uh, 30 seconds or so, maybe a little longer. If you like it, I'll keep playing, okay? I'll just use you as the judge if you're into it. Mm. If not, you know, listen, all it is is just comedy. Then you want your spouse to come do it with you. It's called golfing with your wife. So we go play golf, and I'm sure everybody knows this, uh, but in golf, tee times are very specific. It's 156, it's 204, 213. These are the times. I didn't make it up. This is what they do. Our tee time is 1.56, and we're driving to the first tee. It's 1.55. She goes, I need to go to the bathroom and get something to drink. I tell her that is too bad. I said, we tee off in 15 seconds. And she said, I thought it was two-ish. I go, well, you made that up on your own. This is the most rule-following place on earth. She says, I'm still going to go. And I was like, all right, whatever. I'm not trying to start a fight before we get going. So I get out of the golf cart and I grab my driver and one golf ball. And I was like, go do whatever you got to go do. But I need to tee off so we're on time. So I'm going to tee off and just meet me in the fairway for my second shot. And she's not going to play every hole anyway. So I'm like pointing at the fairway. And so she drives off and I go up to the first tee. There's these old men there now. They don't tee off till tomorrow, but they like to get there early. <laughs> are, you, are you liking this so far? Because there's like 40 seconds left. Do you like this? Yeah, let her roll. All right, all right. <laughs> so I got a group watching. I tee off. It's a good shot. It goes in the fairway. Not a big deal. A lot of people do that. I tee off, then play four holes alone with my driver. <laughs> Do you know how big of a psycho you look like? When you go hit every single golf shot with the least versatile club in the bag. Those old men were like, what's he doing? 
as they watch me line drive my second shot. I chipped with that driver. Very luckily, seven putted with that same driver. She finally showed up and she was laughing. I wasn't as thrilled as she thought I should be. You made your husband play four holes alone with his driver. You got out of the bathroom, forgot how Earth worked, and drove the wrong way for an hour. Hey, well, you know, I, I've talked to you about him before. He is, you would love him. He's really, that's his style, you know. He's just, he never swears. He's very mm-hmm. good, he's a very good storyteller. And uh, I've been watching him for a long, long time. He's become, uh, he's not one of those guys that a lot of people haven't really heard of, but he's on his like third or fourth Netflix special. You know, he's a big, pretty big in the comedy world. Not Dave Chappelle big, but, you know. No, good for him. Yeah. Yeah, you'd like him. <laughs> that sounded fun. Very relatable. Yeah. Especially the timing part. Well, mm-hmm. I saw your face when he said, literally the most rules place on earth. <laughs> Yeah. I know, golf course. Golf has a, body, a lot of rules. But, I mean, everything. Every sport has rules, you know. Anyway, thanks to jo, to Paul Sterling for that. Uh, I've seen it before, but I appreciate you uh, sharing it with us. And we also appreciate everyone who contributes. Humble and Fred at HumbleandFredRadio.com. Uh, yeah, man. So you're at the uh, trailer uh, through the weekend, and then the kids are going to be there. You get your grandkids. And uh, what a life you've carved out for yourself. Yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend. Yes, I love having them up here, and they love it here so much. Uh, yeah, it's going to be good. Some uh, fun times and good food and lots of laughs, I'm sure. You said something about Johnny last time. I'm sure if you were telling me off the air, we talked about it on the show, about how you, you let him drive the boat. That is such a huge memory for me, when people would let me drive stuff. Mm-hmm. And early oh. on. Yeah. The look on his face, eh? Like he can't believe it. I mean, we just putt along, but yeah, still, yeah. him being in control is, uh, well, you just said it. When you're a young fellow like that and uh, take control of something like that, it's a big thrill. Yeah, something with an engine. And it, mm-hmm. I, again, being in the prairies, I was really lucky. I'm, you know, always had it at somebody's place. I was, you know, driving stuff early skidoos, mm-hmm. you know, snowmobiles, trucks, boats. Um, all right. Well, we're back. Uh, we have a couple more shows next week. You know, we're back to doing it three days a week and uh, not taking any time off, uh, I think, until September again. Uh, this program brought to you by the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Architect, and Bodog. EVNet.ca, Aaron Ventures, Boron One, I should say, BoronOne.com, Stretch Lab Toronto, StretchLab.com, and of course, our title sponsor. Anthony and his sweet family at Palma Pasta. 38 years of delivering quality Italian food. Palma Pasta, Italian tradition, simply delicious. Check it out. There's uh, four locations, one in Oakville, three in Mississauga, and all can be found at palmapasta.com. We'll see you on Monday. There's a destination a little up the road from the habitations of the towns we know. A place we saw the lights turn low, the jigsaw jazz and the get fresh flow. Pulling out jobs and jamboree handouts, two turntables and a microphone. Bottles and cans that just clap your hands or just clap your hands. Where?